0: Greetings. You're on deep background for January fourth, twenty seventeen. Happy New Year to everyone. First podcast of of the year. Joining us. Happy to New the, Year. That's great. And joining us today to talk about what's to come in twenty seventeen. My good friend and colleague Scott Cannon with the Kansas City Star. Scott, Hello. thanks for being with us. And Rick Montgomery of the Kansas City Star. Rick, glad to have you. Here glad to be here for the first yes, first we'll New on the Year podcast. and a new assignment here. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what 2017 is going to look like. Rick, you wrote a little bit about this. Let's hear what you think might be happening in the area this year.
1: You know, the, the obvious ones, uh, there's actually a lot of sports things coming coming down the pike for Kansas City. Some fairly major. You know, we have the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's a good thing. Um in a couple of weeks, we've got the U.S. Figure Skating Championship coming to the area. That'll be in both at Sprint uh, Center and in Independence. Um, pretty big economic boon. We've got the... Um, Dave's stocking up on sequins, don't you reckon? <laughs> 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 right.
0: right, I look great in a unitard. <laughs> yes. um,
1: and then in late March, we're, we're going to be part of that whole March Madness thing at, at Sprint with the Midwest Regionals coming to town. And then something I didn't realize, in December, we're going to be host to the um, NCAA Women's Volleyball Final Four. I I guess I didn't even know there was a Final Four for Women's Volleyball. But um, beyond uh, uh, something like a $10 million economic impact, um, that just sounds like a hell of a lot of fun, watching (laughs) Women's Volleyball at Sprint. Um, And then uh, in terms of economic development, just within the next month or so, uh, you're gonna have 3,000 new jobs planted out there at the Cerner uh, campus, where Bannister Mall kind of rotted away uh, many years ago. Um, downtown is gonna bring more residential units, uh, the Commerce Tower, 31 stories of, of, of apartments and, and penthouses and and some mixed-use space. So uh, it, it's not all uh, doom and division. Um, Though we're going to see some of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do think that uh, with so much focus on Donald Trump and Washington and, you know, what's going to happen to our country, there is going to be a bit of a tendency to look homeward. Don't you think, Scott, that people are going to – some people are going to say, look, it's such an, you know, exhausting mess back there and it changes hourly. Let's think about Kansas City. Let's think about Kansas City jobs local attractions, local challenges and issues, and let Washington sort of deal with itself. Do you think that's likely or not likely?
2: Well, yeah, I guess stuff at home hits home more profoundly. You know, and, and we've got some new political regime here in, in uh, Kansas and Missouri to some, some extent. You've got the moderates moving into the Kansas legislature. You've got Eric Greitens and the Republicans full control in, in Jefferson City. So you'll see changes there, and it won't be too long before we'll be talking about Who's going to replace Sly James? So all those sorts of things are starting to come in, and you know, I I think it was Rick. You might have mentioned in your story that the uh, the city is dealing with petition drive on decriminalization of marijuana. Correct. And um, that's an interesting issue because the 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 council might be inclined to go that way, but is fearful of what the legislature will do if they, you know, sort of override Mm -hmm. their powers to do that.
0: And I'm struck by this idea, though, that 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 in a time of sort of uncertainty in a national basis there, you're going to need to take your sort of entertainment if you can locally. I mean, the chiefs or whatever that 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 this is the time now to focus on local concerns
1: whatever that might be you're, you're, you're making it sound almost therapeutic yes Dave. yes um, well in some um, ways do you think that's right not right well that we'll always have our focus on many different things national state um local but um in in terms of i mean i think the last year uh, may have set our compass on on the national uh, realm Maybe more than it really deserves to be, and um, I'm going to be doing a story here pretty soon about um, how, uh, how 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 uh, President Trump's energy policies might affect oil and gas in Kansas. And what I'm he- hearing and learning is that you know that's really when it comes to drilling rights and whatnot, that's really kind of a state uh, state matter. And so all these things eventually do come kind of come back home, and we can. You know we can uh, parry and volley when it comes to the things that are happening at the state level. Uh, You know, Scott mentions the the, the decriminalization of marijuana. I mean, that would be that would be one-upping the state, which which has just uh, enacted a law that uh, uh, reduces. I mean, eliminates jail time for people that carry a small amount of pot. what what the city council is considering is a petition that would bring to a vote decriminalizing uh, with even more uh, amounts of, of possession so um you know we can always uh, react in, right. in those react and, and
0: i'm not trying to downplay the challenges in either state i mean kansas still has its budget mess and Tax policy is a question over there, and Eric Greitens is going to have to cut about $250 million mm-hmm. from the budget within 24 hours of taking the oath, and that's going to cause some you know, wailing
2: across the state. So, Dave, when you say, though, the attitude is different when you look at these local issues, so we're talking about a, a downtown hotel and how much the city ought to kick in for a project like that. People do divide on these issues, but they don't divide as reflexively in their old Republican-Democratic Sensibilities as they do right,
0: it. and I th- my argument is the reason that paradigm may be changing a little bit in a fundamental way in 2017 is that, is that Donald Trump is such a unique figure, and a uniquely polarizing figure, but more than that, an exhausting figure. I mean, it just if you're going to try and keep up with what's going on in the Trump administration on a daily basis, it, it, you you'll just drop from exhaustion. It's it just changes so much that people who are interested in public policy and, and worried about, you know, their children or their co-workers or whatever it is, will tend to sort of withdraw a little bit from that encounter and focus more. You can also see the reverse, too,
2: opinion. though, that, that what we saw in the campaign continues, and mm-hmm. that because there's so many variables flying out of the White House Twitter account, that that does sort of block out conversation and news coverage of things that are happening at the state and local level. Right,
0: right. And it also, just to argue against my own premise a little bit, it also ignores the possibility and perhaps the probability of unforeseen events. I wrote a column today, you know, if the North Koreans (laughs) launch a successful ballistic missile that has at least some opportunity of reaching the United States, that will change the calculus. Changes the mood of the room a little (laughs) (laughs) bit. That's, you know, you've got your downtown hotel and a nuclear war with the Koreans. So, um, so, So there will be events. I'm not denying that at all. I just get the sense that people... That 2016 really, and again, fellas, if you disagree, pipe in, but 2016 just really tired everyone out. That it
2: was just so... Yeah, but you're probably projecting weird. a little bit as a guy who's covered a politics bit, but for no, last year. No, but I've year, covered right? it for a
0: long time uh, and not been, reached the end of an election. Now, maybe it's age, I don't know, but if you reach the end of an election year, there is some and maybe i'm missing this but there is typically some okay new congress right. new president you know and the uh, great transfer of power in america fresh slate fresh slate all sure. that Do you I see mean, you're, any well of with you're trump? talking about
1: trump fatigue 2 weeks before he you know right. takes <laughs> takes over and, and and getting back to the region here i mean one of the what's what's going to happen with governor brown back i mean that talk about a Ball and play. I mean that that we don't know uh, whether he's
0: going to stay or whether not.
1: he's going to stay or not. Right. And 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 maybe Dave, you can kind of fill me in on what I, I might not know about that.
2: But, well, well,
0: uh, I, obviously, and I, I did write a little bit of this before uh, the Christmas holiday. There are people in Kansas who are praying that Sam Brownback does leave. They think it might make things easier if he could just take a job with the administration and make make compromise uh, uh, on tax and spending issues more easily obtained. But, but I, I, I do get the sense of sort of a new page in Topeka where the new moderate democratic alignment, whatever that turns out to be, at least will take a fresh approach to a problem that we've been writing about for six years. Uh, and so, you know, the big question for me is whether Brownback will be irrelevant, whether he stays in town Mm -hmm, or decides mm -hmm, to leave. mm -hmm. And and I do think there is some freshness in the Gritens approach. You do get the sense that after eight years of Jay Nixon, his, his views will get a new fresh hearing in Jefferson city. Again, without repeating myself, I, I just get the sense that that will be more compelling in the area more newsy more discussion worthy than maybe what Trump does I think Kansas City is going to have to figure out what it wants to do with the streetcar for example you know maybe 2017 is the year where you say okay is mass transit the thing to do you mentioned the the downtown convention hotel I think that uh, you know I, education will be a, an issue in Kansas City Missouri you've got this huge bond issue that the mayor and others want to put on the put on the board. Um, for next year, so uh, you know, uh, people tend to think odd-numbered years are years in which no decisions are made and we just sort of muddle through. I don't get the sense that's going to happen in 2017. Again, you guys may disagree completely.
2: Uh, I, I think generally you're you're right. I think we'll just have to see how things play out. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I think the longer view is something worth thinking about as well because. I don't know about
1: you guys but as, a, as someone who's sort of on the sidelines when it comes to punditry and while looking at <laughs> politics um, I, I get this sense that there's an assumption that what happened with with getting with with Donald Trump last year what, what that that whole phenomenon the disenfranchised working class and the and the sense the blue of collar guy. yeah the, the sense of being left out um, it, it, that that was just sort of a phase that we went through, uh, and that maybe in the coming years, you know, I think a lot of people think this might be a four-year presidency. But the, I think it would be it'll be fascinating to see if that really just has some real staying power. That you know that we're really coming upon a paradigm shift, in, in, in how we we look at government and and politics and uh, Twitter and and all that, as opposed to just a passing sort of odd. Phase that allowed uh, Donald Trump yeah. to become president. I think it's fair to time. say that
0: if nothing else, we do get to take a bit of a deep breath because after the end of last year, I think there was some sort of sense that the world is spinning mm-hmm. out of control. And I do, people are sort of, as I say, ratcheting back in, taking a deep breath and looking forward. And my view is they'll look locally and not necessarily right, nationally right, going right, going right. forward. Yeah. Now, Scott, you write a lot about digital stuff. And I think that, and computers and the internet and... And the way we now live our lives. And I, I, talk to us a little bit about 2017 in terms of a public perception of privacy rights on the net and, and um, you know, the, I think the, the hangover from, if there is any, from WikiLeaks and, and the Clinton emails and the sense that uh, Americans may be reaching a critical mass in understanding that what they do on the Internet is not their own. Is 2017 the year that 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 discussion really gets underway in your view, or are we still some ways?
2: Yeah, from I that? think it's been underway. I think it will expand a little bit more to the layperson. will begin. I've not covered the issue intensely, but on and off for several years. And what you saw time and again, and it's it's most clear with with Google products, but with almost everything you do, <clears throat> excuse me, everything you do on the internet or on your phone, is that. You're trading your data for services, whether it's a a Gmail account or anything else. Sort Um, of secretly making that trade. It's not, I mean, they tell you about it it, and then... It's secret in the sense that you're not paying attention. Every time you click those, yeah, I'll go along with this rule, you're saying, yes, you you can use my data. We did a story last week um, about, that stemmed out of this... Amazon Echo case in Arkansas, and and went and looked at at, at ways in which everybody is giving up their data. And, and what was interesting about the Echo case is that it's if people don't know, it's a speaker you set up in your living room or your dining room, and you you say, "Hey Alexa, play rock and roll," and it right. plays rock and roll. And because it's got that trigger, Alexa, um, it's and it needs to listen to you. It is recording your voice or sounds in the room. Um, and when I was doing the story, I went and looked. I was showing this to Rick. Um, I, I, have, I use an Android phone, and um, once in a while I'll say, okay, Google, who's right. the point guard of Kentucky? We all do it. <laughs> we all do it, too. And um, But, you know, if I went in and looked at my account, and there were lots of random cl- clips of my life where my phone had missed Heard me calling out, "Okay, Google," and right. it was, you know, it was just sort of a stark reminder. <laughs> We're so I, I do this because I think maybe it's handier to be able to talk to my phone once in a while. The other hand, I'm I'm leaving snippets of my life in the cloud right. that somebody might hack into one day. And, and you've, you know, obviously saw the big hacks in the election. We have, saw the big Sony hacks. A couple of years before that, you're going to see more and more of that. and people Well, are going the to
0: be Yahoo, more, you know, the billion uh, uh, accounts uh, theft of Yahoo and all that personal information. It just does seem to me that 2017 might be a year when we finally have a conversation in terms of how far is far enough.
1: That, you know, I, you guys know that I'm not the most technologically advanced uh, I, journalist. I think we in all the, in line the room. That's right. We all line up behind <laughs> that
0: behind that t- problem.
1: So it, there's a part of me that always anticipates that we're, there's going to be this moment of realization, this event that um, makes us all say we've gone too far on this, and 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 yet it, it just doesn't seem to. Happen? I mean, if, if it's the if it's not the loss of jobs to technology, you would certainly think Russian hacking to <laughs> affect an election would cause us to pause a little bit and say, "What what 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 have we done here?" No, I, I don't. I don't although, see it happening. Although apparently the Russian hack was as simple as you know. <laughs> yesterday,
0: I think Julian Assange was saying a 14-year-old could have probably hacked into whatever the DNC was well, doing a lot of people back on
2: what, could be, what could, he be. Said there, could be you could be right yeah.
0: you could be right but so, but you don't think that the 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 the, the general public Rickwood is going to eventually rise up and maybe this is the year rise up well, and say look not I
1: I think there's been a, a quiet conversation going on for years I mean, among folks who might consider themselves somewhat luddite or or just wanting to slow down the pace of you know, the distractions that social media can, can present sometimes. And, um, but it, it, that's not driving the conversation. It seems like from, if, as far as I can remember, the driver of the conversation is to, is to advance these things and to make them these, these um, conveniences uh, right. uh, better for us. So and even if, like, if some people
2: want to step away, you know, Andrew Sullivan, the, the blogger, um, notably stepped away and went through a, an emotional uh, right. realization as, as a result. But so many of us are so addicted. You know, I, I, had, to, I had to turn around at the gas station this morning because I realized I left my phone at home. I can't – you can't leave home without it right, anymore. Right. You feel like, or, you, feel or, like or, you or at home checking your Twitter feed all night long or your email or whatever. Right. And so I think the, 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 the big dilemma now is that we become so addicted to these things as they become more of a parallel to our privacy. Are we going to give up those services – The other part of that story is that
0: the uh, the other part is that the digital companies are increasingly sophisticated about that stuff, right? I mean, new algorithms, uh, they seem to be one step or three or four steps ahead of whatever the public believes – it's
2: digital presence. Well, plus, be. so many of the business models are based on right. data, mining your data. So that's how it's going to work. But
0: they're getting better and better at mining data, right. and they're and doing it in ways that you're less and less aware of. And yet, it just does seem to me, in some ways, that all of the headlines in 2016 may create an environment in 2017 where people finally say, "We really need to know what precisely is going on here, and where we think the line should be drawn." rather legally or not, uh, you know, yeah, so they, agree, you know but you're, you're not can... going to
2: see something. I don't think you're going to see a key turning point that it'll be that decisive that people will individually somewhat move to protect their data more and sacrifice to do so. And others won't. Yeah. Let's wrap up this
0: conversation by ta- by sort of combining what we talked about in the first 10 minutes with the last 10 and that is the future of news media in 2017 because i do think it's also a critical year for us you saw a lot of stuff about fake news and algorithms right, on right. facebook and and uh, you know what's going on in our world rick i'll toss the ball at you first is 2017 a year in which we get a handle on that do you think and and, and what well, the public I, wants I, and,
1: well that's those are different things um <laughs> As far as the the you know sort of the infrastructure of the news business, um, who knows? I mean that that's constantly right, changing. That, I right. think what might what might we might want to keep an eye on, or maybe be talking about, is um, it, it, this last presidential election kind of sealed the deal. People don't believe us. They don't trust us. They think we we go way too far when it comes to. Sort of forecasting what's 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 ahead, and I don't know if that makes us as as, as uh, journalists and commentators step back a little bit. I, I don't I don't know what we do with that. Yeah. But um, my, my own view is actually a, a
0: slightly different. My own view is the public still trusts us and understands what we do and appreciates what we do, but. It is no longer, the only, no longer the only thing that they pay attention to, and that's that's really the change in my world. It seems like that now we must compete in a world mm-hmm. in which other more attractive approaches right. uh, have equal weight with what we. I mean, I think we grew up in a world where everyone waited for the newspaper to make the authoritative, you know, ruling. Right. And now there are hundreds of umpires on the field, and you get to pick your umpire. And while they don't discount what we do, and you can see that, by the way, in the links, like somebody, some conservative guy the other day sent me a, a tweet. We were, I was debating the Affordable Care Act. And somebody sent me a tweet, blah, 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 lefties this, you know, libs, blah, blah, blah. And here's a story of the New York Times that proves it. So I still think that has value. Mm. It's just not, it's not unique value.
2: Yeah, you, you know, you say they still, that the audience still trusts, you're basically saying the audience still trusts mainstream media. And, I mean, they don't say they do. And I would agree with you that they trust mainstream media more than they acknowledge or concede. But compared to where they were, well, where people were, were five years close. ago, ten years ago, so the question is, will, will we continue to go out to our red and blue media, or will there be some pendulum swing back to the... Disinterested middle. I think that him.
1: might occur. I, I do think that could be in the offing. A more centrist um, um, conversation. Um, but I mean, you tell me, Dave. What do you do if if President Trump continues to announce, you know, things via Twitter? I mean, every which I think is a couple of days. Certain, I mean, what's certainly what, going to happen? How do you do that? I mean, so
0: so I tried to write a few columns that explored this topic over the last couple of weeks. And I think the answer is twofold. First, report what you know. I mean, that's sort of a bedrock for us. Find out information reported as accurately and as fairly as you know how. That's, that doesn't really change. The, the big problem for us is going to be the triage. You know, what what do we need to pay attention to and what is just chaff? And uh, Trump has been brilliant about throwing diversionary uh, uh, statements and tweets into the world as a way to distract even mainstream reporters sometimes from more important issues and things. Now, that's always a problem. But when the president of the United States is doing it so effectively, and by the way, just parenthetically, Barack Obama doesn't get a pass with this development either. I mean, he he has spent the last eight years, in essence, circumventing the mainstream media to the best of his ability and using alternative ways of reaching the public.
2: Trump begun just, before him. Yes. Just the, the, the ability to do that is... The ease of doing that is increased. Which is
0: my point exactly, is that there are so many more ways now for any political figure to communicate with the public that we are not distrusted. We are just in a universe of many other figures, some you know, that we don't trust, but the public does. And I do get the sense that 2017 might be a year when some of that shakes out in some ways, which is just another way of saying a bounce back to the center, because I do think the public will be – again, I, keep, I hate to keep harping on this theme, but I do think that there will be so many moving parts with the Republicans and Donald Trump that in essence the public is going to say, oh, I don't have time for this, I don't you're, have the energy you're, for you're it. You're saying
1: one big exhale in yes,
0: 2017. Yes, yes, and, and, that, and that as part of that process – People will say, "I need a trusted source." And while there are farts, uh, farts, faults, (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll have to leave that in the podcast. Uh, (laughs) While there are faults with the mainstream media, at least it's better than the alternative of cacophony, from which we can't draw any truth at all. Yeah, we'll see if that's wishful thinking or not. We, we will at the end of 2017. Rick Montgomery with the Kansas City Star. Thanks for Glad being Glad to be here. i my 1st time here. Well, yeah, and you did great. We'll come back to this in a little bit. And Scott Cannon, my colleague at the Star, as always, thanks for joining us. Um, well, you've been listening to Deep Background, the Star's podcast. We invite to your comments, criticisms, suggestions, and most of all, your subscriptions. Uh, through iTunes or through your Android device or however you get to us. We appreciate you doing that. We'll be back next week uh, with more star journalists and others to discuss the issues of the day. For now, you've been on.